it's wonderful how how the American people display their sportsmanship. tuning into the often daunted podcast where i burke white am sick as a dog but i'm still celebrating indiana's 75 to 73 victory over michigan let's go uh, 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 uh. just a great win senior night we needed it the hoosiers got it thank you again for listening to the often daunted podcast And I am Burke White. Welcome. We will be discussing the Indiana victory over the Michigan Wolverines at home on senior night. Thank Christ the Hoosiers did it. I mean, what an absolute roller coaster just that entire game was. It was absolutely exhausting. <laughs> and I mean, there's no other way our season could have ended, right? There's no other way that it could have ended stress-free. That's just what that's just what life in the Big Ten is. We could have ended anywhere from two and three or seven and eight seeds. Absolutely wild just how competitive this Big Ten was this year. Incredible. But enough of the Big Ten. Let's, I mean, this game, the Hoosiers got out to just a blazing start. Really? And I wouldn't say that. The defense was just incredible. No, Michigan wasn't making anything to start that game. Out of the jump, Indiana led 27 to 13. After that, the defense just fell off and M- Michigan ran wild. Following that 29 to 7 run by them, it was just, it was Michigan's game at that point. The Hoosiers had to crawl back again. And they did. Thank God. Christ, they did it. The Hoosiers found championed an effort on the defensive end with Trey down, with Trey fouled out. The Hoosiers got it done down the line in this. And it was it was almost catastrophic. It was almost catastrophic. We could not have Trace Jackson Davis ending his last two games in Assembly Hall with losses. That could not be the way this guy goes out in this for this program. Michigan showed up to play in that in that stretch that Indiana just went idle. Hunter Dickinson I mean, he's the absolute heel of the Big Ten. He's a true villain. I mean, he took it upon himself to be that, but he he was using every tool he had. On his way to 24 points on 10 to 17 shooting from the field, 14 rebounds as he was able to beat the Hoosiers. I mean, the Wolverines beat the Hoosiers on the boards. They brought the effort. I mean, they brought the effort and the height. That height advantage just led to 13 offensive rebounds for them, and that, that is a key category that they got us in. But I will say one thing that I am so happy I get to say this game that I haven't been able to say far too often, or not not as often as I'd like to. And that's the Hoosiers won the turnover battle, 13 to eight. It was key, it was key, especially just when they came so late in this one, when, when Race was making his plays. Those were key turnovers that dictated this outcome. And while Michigan was coming out and finding their shooting, it was really uh, Kobe Bufkin that gave me the frights. I really thought that, that kid was just gonna be one of those guys who steps up and decides to have a day at Indiana. I thought that that, because I've seen that story before, I thought he was going to go just unconscious. Uh, uh, that I got to not use that word. I think far too many people use that word not knowing how to properly say it, and I just cannot. So I'm going to say just shooting lights out. There we go. That's more my speed. I'm sick. Sorry. Forgive me. Yeah, I'm a little daisy, a little out of it, but we stick to it. We post the morning after a game, win or lose. We're here talking about it. Thank you for listening. I say we, it's just me. On senior night, it was only appropriate that the senior front court for the Hoosiers won this game. They did. No way around it. Trace Jackson Davis is an absolute living Hoosier legend. 
I mean, he deserves a statue. He does when all is said and done. There needs to be a statue somewhere on that north side of campus, somewhere on the athletic campus to honor that guy. But that can be said uh, because I would like to build it with him holding a national championship trophy. That would be pretty freaking sweet. Him and Race. Let's get them hugging. Let's get that picture (laughs) immortalized in statue form, please. In due time. In due time. In this one, Trace absolutely just put on for the boys like he always does. Ended his night with 27 points, 10 for 21 from the field. Was able to get nine rebounds despite Dickinson's uh, relatively large size advantage. The stat line's one thing. You love to see him go out with just with with a characteristically dominant line. While the stat line is one thing, the victory is everything. He needed this. We could his tenure in Assembly Hall couldn't end with two losses. Just couldn't be the case. Hoosier front court found a way, largely because of Trace Jackson Davis just continuing to do what he does, just shoulder this entire effort we got going on in Bloomington. But the other half of the front court performed out of his mind compared to what we all thought he could. And that's not to shame him. I mean, he's he is great. He is a great player, a very experienced player, but he's been injured. We saw him really step up today. He made very key turnovers. I mean, one of them did lead to a missed layup. That was just an unlucky bounce. They were they were like, "Look at this spin. Look at this spin on the layup. It just flings right out." And it's Man, that was frustrating to see, but he did make up for it right after that with another turnover. I think that one led to the uh Jalen Hood-Shafino three-pointer. In this overtime game, he was asked to play 35 minutes. He was asked to do a lot on senior night, and he totally stepped up and delivered. Coming out of the break in overtime, he just like immediately made a statement with his little teardropper, his little uh, fadeaway over Hunter Dickinson, just missing his fingertips, just really set the tone, got the Hoosiers going right out of the gate. Yes, he did miss four free throws to ice the game, but the Hoosier defense bailed him out. We can't have people missing those free throws. Oh man, that, that that was painful to watch. That being said, I hope you got them all out of his system, and we're golden here on out. Awesome to see Race get it going on senior night. Went out just as Trace did, on top, with a victory in Assembly Hall. A very happy crowd was present at senior night. Gosh, senior nights after losses, been to a few. Painful, painful, painful experiences. Wouldn't wish it on anyone. Race and Trace's game, I mean, I will say, this is Race's game is starting to snowball here at the right time. He's starting to get back into... I mean, he looked good. He looked in play, like playing shape. He looked like race of last year. And, I mean, Trace Jackson Davis has just been snowballing all of his skills, all of his confidence, his entire career, with only his senior year just becoming the absolute just tear-away season where he's never been snowballing at a faster clip. The Hoosier front court saved us today, and I can't thank them enough for it. Absolute. I mean, seniors in every sense of the word, captains in every sense of the word. Those two led this program for how long now? And it's great to see them finding success here and uh, with a little hype heading into March in their final, final season to do it. Let's uh, talk about the Indiana backcourt a little. Trey Galloway fouled out in this one as we uh, truly saw how important he could be to our team's uh, fortune moving forward. Without him, I mean, the Hoosier backcourt is far too thin. Far too thin to, I mean, sustain. We We were able to really pull it together here, apply the defensive pressure, and get out of this one with the victory. But his presence in that lineup in the rotation is so valuable. His ability to sink the three-pointer is so valuable. We saw him show off his athletic ability today going coast-to-coast with a layup. So valuable. This kid's game is snowballing just as traces, just as races now. And we need him on the court. Can't see him foul out. Yeah, his defensive pressure is tenacious. He is everywhere. He makes he makes an offense paranoid because he's just erratic. Need him on the court. That being said, great to see the boys get it done without him. With Trey out. 
pretty much most of the ball responsibility fell to Jalen Hood Chavino to facilitate the entire Hoosier offense. And while he wasn't like uh, setting the scoreboard in a blaze, wasn't uh, shooting the lights out, he was truly essential in this victory. A lot of people are able to look past some of his shortcomings, but he's a superstar. He's an athletic, just superior being. And he had a quiet but very important contribution in this game. 13 points for the Hoosiers, 4 for 9 from the field. His lone three-pointer was like the single largest moment of the game. Sank it. And he was bringing the defensive pressure that uh that needed to be subsidized with Trey off the court. <clears throat> which which it was so I was so grateful to see that. I mean, so many, admittedly there have been times where I'm just like, "Man, I wish if he just brought that his game would be complete." He had a complete game today. A relatively quiet performance, but a very important one. Most important being his ability to limit limit himself to two turnovers. With this one being just as grinded out and brutal as it was, we need to take advantage of every possession. We can't be affording to just give them bullets to shoot us with. Credit to Jalen for finding, find, I mean, just finding the control, finding the protection in this one. Glad to see it. Here's hoping we get it moving forward. I'm confident in him. In him. Miller cop, Miller cop. Miller Cop, Indiana's some, I mean, I would say he has to be the most divisive. I, I always pull, I mean, even even the haters pull for Miller because they pull for the program. But he he stepped up today. On the defensive end, he, he has been beat sometimes. But with Trey out, the Indiana defense really needed to step up on the perimeter and uh, shut down the wings. They did so. Credit to Miller, credit to Tamar, credit to everybody who had to step up. He, he had a, just a huge three-pointer that contributed to the late-game comeback for the Hoosiers. And he also became the all-time leader in Big Ten Conference games. Yes, that is a pandemic asterisk. But nonetheless, that is an incredible achievement. I mean, there have been a lot of Big Ten players. 99 Big Ten games. 99 absolute, just bare-knuckle battles. Miller ended his night with five points on seven shots. Again, those five, those five points came at crucial times. I'm just always pulling for Miller. Here's hoping we can continue to find it. Continue to find it because we really need it right now. It starts right now. Tournament ball starts right now, people. These are the guys we're rolling with. Time to just support impl- uh, support, just indefinitely. These are our guys. Nothing is, like, these are who we are going to throw out there come March. Support them. Go get it, Miller. You got this. It's your March. It's your March. Speaking of uh, just some of that wing defense that stepped up, we had Tamar Bates step up. He found the bottom of the bucket in this game. Yes, we needed him to do so. He didn't light the world on fire by any means. But the two shots he made, it, like the two shots he made, were very massive three pointers for the Hoosiers, who desperately needed to find some something from range. Yeah, he he would fake out one and force another shot, but. In his 25 minutes on the floor, he had the greatest plus-minus for the team. With Trey down, somebody had to step up, and he applied plenty of pressure down the line as as Mike Woodson rode him into overtime. We're going to need him. There will be a time where we need Tamar. Here's hoping this step in the right direction, because it definitely is a step in the right direction. Just continues to trend upward. At one point in this game, the Hoosiers were running the floor with Trey, Malik, Tamar, Caleb, and Race. I don't have much to say about that. I just thought it was a really wild moment. Despite that mix that I, I don't know how often we've seen that squad running 
despite that, that wild lineup was able to uh, hold hold strong, hold strong on the defensive end, and uh, really give the Hoosier starting the. I mean, really give Trace and Jalen some much needed rest. It was a small moment, but it really stood out because they really did step up to uh, provide competent defense. We saw Michigan. There was times where they truly devastated us and really were getting out out away with it. But uh, I thought down the line, Mike Woodson utilized timeouts well. And the defense was humming, even without the biggest bigger, biggest fuel on the team, which is Trey on the defensive end. I, I That's honestly how I feel about it. I mean, yes, a Trace Jackson Davis block is a huge motivating factor. But I, I just think what Trey brings is so valuable. His erratic nature just frustrates a backcourt. Makes him paranoid not knowing where he is. And even when he's running at you, it looks wild. It looks insane. It's alarming. It's jarring. I, I, I love his game. Love his three-point shooting improving. It's all Trey right now. We need him in these games, though. Can't be fouling out. I got all turned around. Yep. Indiana needed this win, especially after the Iowa game, and Mike Woodson delivered it. It wasn't the prettiest, but, they, hey, it was fun. It was a fun ride. <laughs> Uh, you would have liked to see them just dominate Michigan and Hunter Dickinson, but this was pretty damn fun, too. I feel like I've been saying it all season since the Kansas game and since our terrible start, but these Hoosiers truly look different. They won a game that, I mean, we should be able to take conf- confidence from this game and them finding a way to win it. That game started to look like one of those games where we pack it in, where we call it a day. The Hoosiers didn't break. They bend, and they came back. Credit to the Hoosiers for finding this the second gear, the next gear needed to get that defense to really clamp down and secure that uh, three spot for us. This victory was absolutely needed. No way around it. I mean, the Hoosiers needed to get this win and get a double bye. Trace Jackson Davis needs that rest, and most of all, he deserves that rest. This team needed to get that win because he deserves this rest. Nobody in the country deserves the rest that a double bye gives more so than Trace Jackson Davis. It was a great senior night, just a great way to go out. Very emotional win, very emotional win, and uh, didn't really fall into the senior speeches. We almost got some tears from race, but uh, other than that, just some nice clean speeches from the boys following the win. No one really making it a tie five or <laughs> looking to become uh, America's Next Great Comic. It was just great to see see Miller get his shine. It was great to see race and trace just getting to celebrate that moment together. They've been through. They've been through it. They've been through it together. And uh, I'm hoping this story is yet to be finished. I'm hoping there's still a lot to tell in the ballad of Trace and Race. Here's hoping these two have a lot to do for Indiana in this short time left. So, I mean, with this one in the books, let's uh, get on with our Showalter Fish of the Game. This is the Showalter Fish of the Game. Your Showalter Fish of the Game is Trace Jackson Davis. Monster stat line for our monster captain, who, I mean, Trace Jackson Davis deserved a, deserved a double buy. I went on the rant earlier. <laughs> he deserved a double buy, and the Hoosiers got it. And most most important, I mean, he got it for himself. 27 points. He was going at Dickinson and really really showed off just as his total game today. We're going to need him to champion efforts moving forward. Glad he gets this rest. Trace Jackson Davis with that show, Walter Fish, the game. Your show, Walter Guppy, the game? That's going to race. Just an effort. Your show, Walter Guppy, is just going to be the guy who gets the effort, gives the effort in the game, and uh, race just did more than anyone could have expected. Honestly, coming off the leg injury, he hasn't shown he hasn't shown this. He hasn't shown this, but yet he came out and he delivered. 
I just keep saying everybody delivered, but that's what it is. You just need to get that victory. Ray Thompson with your Showalter Guppy of the game. And again, I'm sorry. I'm keeping this one a little shorter than usual relatively. I don't know, actually. Yeah, we're pretty going pretty good. Uh, right after this word from our sponsors, um, we'll talk some Big Ten ball. Talk about those uh, Big Ten. Actually, yeah, we'll just uh, preview just the tournament bracket, see where it kind of shakes out and why I think Indiana's in the best spot, honestly. I don't think I'd want Purdue's route there. I don't think I'd want Northwestern's. I definitely didn't want to want Michigan State's. Indiana's sitting pretty. After this word from our sponsors, I'll get into why. The Often Daunted Podcast is brought to you by Ski Masks. Ski Masks. Do you have to create a circus around yourself in order to almost, I mean, just completely isolate yourself from your team in what is arguably one of the most competitive times? I mean, I don't know. They, they're getting some talent, but if you need to really just kind of throw, throw a wrench into your own program, a ski mask raises a lot of questions that'll do just that. So, Often Daunted Podcast brought to you by Ski Masks. Let's talk some Big Ten ball. All right, so since the worst Tuesday I've had in some time, and that 90-68 to loss to Iowa, uh, Michigan State beat Nebraska 80-67. to Joey Hauser with 20 points for the Spartans. Ohio State beat Maryland at Ohio State, of course. Of course, they could not beat them at Maryland. Nobody does. Uh, Reese with the game-high 17 points for Maryland in that losing effort. Penn State down the Wildcats, 68-65. to Thank you very much. As Winter was the leading scorer with 24 points. Thursday, we had Purdue take on Wisconsin, where they escaped with the two-point victory. Zach Eady with 17 points and just an insane 19 rebounds. Prior to heading into Assembly Hall today, Michigan took on Illinois in Illinois. Ended up losing 91-87. to Hunter Dickinson with the game high, 31 points, 16 rebounds, and three blocks. Honestly playing great ball. He really is. He's an absolute villain, but he he's really, I mean, he's a stud. Dude scores. Dude scores and gets boards. After that game, Minnesota beat Rutgers. <laughs> Minnesota beat Rutgers and uh, Dawson Garcia with 19 points for uh, Minnesota in that effort. Saturday, we had Ohio State visiting Michigan State, where the Spartans beat the Buckeyes 84-78. to A.J. Hoggard with 23 points, 7 rebounds. Hogard, whatever. I read it first, okay? Sunday, we had Purdue beating Illinois 76-71. to Indiana beating Michigan 75-73 to in overtime. Trace Jackson Davis with the game-high 27. And Penn State beating Maryland 65-64. to Nebraska over Iowa following that, uh, 81-77. Northwestern over Rutgers 65-53. to And Wisconsin over Minnesota 71-67. to So looking ahead to the Big Ten tournament. And I'll be doing an episode after each of these on our route to victory. But if you really look at the Big Ten uh, tournament bracket, I honestly, like I said before, I would not want Purdue's route. I would not want Michigan State's route. I would not want Northwestern's route. Indiana with that three seed, I think, has a pretty great little spot they're sitting in. Purdue either has to take on Rutgers or Michigan, who desperately need to show off anything for the for the people in the Black Hoods sitting in the table in the dark deciding who's in. Northwestern with that two seed has to face either Penn State or Illinois, who both desperately have to do the same. Michigan State has to take on Iowa or Ohio State or Wisconsin, one of those two. I mean, I imagine Iowa wins those, but uh, yeah, I just would not want to play Iowa again. I'm glad we're at three instead of four, for sure. So so let's, let's talk about hypotheticals. Yes, they're the death of most teams' fortune, but we're going to talk about them a little. Um, if I had to, if I was a betting man, 
in that in that Thursday uh, slot. I imagine it'll be Nebraska versus Maryland. Thinking Maryland gets that victory, but I would rather play Maryland and Chicago than any of the other teams. I mean, Rutgers, Michigan, Iowa, Penn State, Illinois. I'd rather play Maryland. So I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be something. Trace Jackson Davis is going to get quite some time to rest. The whole squad's going to get quite some time to rest. I hope they just rest them and shoot some free throws. Um, get these guys' legs under them. They got talent, but we need the energy there. Because when this defense is humming, like it just figures itself out. Everything else just falls into place, and the defense is built on just effort and tenacity. So, again, thanks for putting up. Uh, if I sounded a little weird, I, yes, I am, I am very ill. Not feeling well. May have to throw this mic out. Thank you so much for listening to the Often Daunted Podcast with me, Burke White. Uh, I just record these after each game just uh, as a hobby, just like uh, sharing my thoughts on the team. It's been fun uh, just seeing how this show's been growing, seeing how uh, it's been getting more comfortable every time I record, and I can't appreciate uh, the support I've gotten enough. Um, if you have anything you'd like to reach out for about the show, if you want to contribute anything, feel free to reach out to me at oftendaunted at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at oftendaunted. I do uh, post in tandem on my site, Often Daunted. Everything's Often Daunted. Uh, OftenDaunted.com. Um, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. If you like the show, hit a subscribe. I uh, hear that that helps somehow. <laughs> if not, I just appreciate the listen. Uh, enjoy the victory. We're sitting all right heading into this tournament. Double buys all around. Have a great one, Hoosier fans. On to Maryland or Nebraska. Lux at Veritas. Take it easy.